0: The road to ending the longest playoff drought in major American sports starts right now here on Locked On Mariners. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Friday, April 8th, 2022, and this is a Locked On Mariners podcast. Happy opening day, Mariners fans. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Tidey Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patno. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners, and you can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E. G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's cpat 11 Be sure to also check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that if you are interested. On today's episode of Locked On Mariners, we'll be previewing this afternoon's opening day matchup between the Minnesota Twins and your Seattle Mariners. We're also going to be making some predictions for the game and the rest of the weekend and get you set... For the games that'll go down before you hear from us again on Monday. And if this is your first time joining us here, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell, give this video a thumbs up, all that good stuff. We'd greatly appreciate it. So Colby... It's been a long off season, man. We've spent a lot of these shows talking about Brian Reynolds and Trevor's story and Chris Bryant and so on and so forth. We had a lot of fan fiction Fridays and mailbag Mondays. And now a lot of those questions have been answered. We're here. It's opening day. The lockout was lifted a little over a month ago or about a month ago. And, uh, we're only a, a week delayed and here we are well, and an extra day delayed as well because of the uh, the weather situation in Minneapolis. However, we are here. Robbie Ray is making his debut this afternoon against Joe Ryan and the Minnesota Twins. How are we feeling?
1: Uh, happy, mostly. Um, you know, whether they win or lose, who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. Mariners are weirdly good on opening day. It's one of the few things you can count on as a Mariners fan. Uh, them winning on opening day and being on the road on the 4th of July, two things I, I count on most years um, from the Seattle Mariners. So mostly just happy that we're here. Um, I didn't think we were ever really in, in danger of, of losing the entire season or anything like that, but there was, there was a time there uh, towards mm-hmm. the end of the negotiations where it felt like this could be may or they could be, you know, we could be waiting until the end of April. Um, but uh, yeah, we're here. Um Only about a week later than we thought, uh, or than what we were hoping we would be. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Seattle Mariners are going to play a meaningful baseball game today. So hopefully the the weather uh, is cooperating um, throughout the game. Uh, I know it's still going to be cold. I think there's still some decent uh, wind gusts. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how the Mariners outfielders handle that. but it should be fine because that's a, that's a group of gold glovers right out there. So it should be okay. And thankfully Robbie Ray's not like a heavy fly ball pitcher. So things, things will work out.
0: Yeah. 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 That's a little bit concerning. Now let's, let's pull back the curtain a little bit here. Cause we are recording this on, on Thursday, actual opening day. So this can get out to you guys here in the early morning. So you're watching this right now, hopefully in the early morning before the game has happened. So right now the, uh, the forecast looks pretty good in Minneapolis for the 310 local time first pitch. I believe it's sunny with very little cloud coverage. So that's Mm -hmm. nice. But wind, as you mentioned, could be a factor in this one. Overall though, let's, uh, let's talk about the lineup, which I would presume is going to be something similar to the last few lineups They ran out at the end of spring training, so that would be Adam Frazier leading off, Ty France hitting second, Jesse Winker hitting third, Mitch Hanniger hitting cleanup, Eugenio Suarez hitting fifth, playing third base, Julio Rodriguez in center field, which was confirmed on the day that we're recording by Jerry DePoto to be happening, not as if that was really up for debate. Jared Kelnick hitting seventh, playing left field. Tom Murphy doing the catching, I would assume. Maybe Luis Torrens. I'm hoping it's Luis Terenz, but probably going to be Tom Murphy. And then J.P. Crawford, of course, hitting ninth, playing shortstop. How are we feeling about the lineup?
1: Yeah, it's the best it's looked, uh, certainly since 2018, um, when Cano and Cruz and uh, and Mitch were kind of doing their thing in Seager, too. So it's it's definitely better than the last few years, which I'm not saying a ton, but it is, it is improvement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be Murphy or Raleigh. I really don't think they're going to put trends in the opening day lineup, which is a mistake to me. We've talked about that quite a bit. Um, you know, on recent episodes, I, I think Torrens should be catching a majority of the games for the first few weeks here, but we'll see what they decide to do with that spot. But uh, yeah, it's, it's hard not to like, uh, where there are there, are there some tweaks I would make here and there? Yeah. I would probably want, um, Winker to hit first or second, but like, it's not a huge deal. And, you know, it, it'll be nice to have a, like a legitimate leadoff man. Um, and Adam Frazier, JP did a nice job in that spot. Um, but he's just, he's just not quite good enough uh, to get the most at bats wow. on your team. So, uh, moving him down to nine and kind of having this, this double leadoff guy when you wrap around the lineup with JP and Frazier, that's a lot of contact. And then you have the thunder coming in behind him with uh, France winker Kaniger and Suarez Um, there, there's, there's a lot to like here. I think it's going to be, you know, I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to get at least, you know, everyday big big league production from Julio and Kelnick. Um, Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, then I think this lineup is probably middle of the pack. Um, I I think Mm -hmm. it's, you know, probably somewhere in the, in the 10 to 18 range, but we need to understand that the difference between 18 and 10 isn't that big. And and a lot of teams can make the case that they are middle of the road offense. So we'll see, but, uh, this is a lineup that could score, you know, 800 runs, five average five a game. And uh, if they do that, they, they should be in pretty good shape.
0: Yeah. And to put things in perspective here, here's last year opening day lineup for the Seattle Mariners against the San Francisco giants, a game that they won. Mitch Hanniger was leading off, playing right field. Ty France was DHing because at that time, we did not think that Ty France had a position. Kyle Seeger was hitting third, playing third base, and then this is where it gets a little funky. Hitting fourth, Evan White. I think we know how things ended up with Evan White last year, unfortunately. Hoping that he's able to return and make a healthy return and, and get back to where we were hoping he would be. Taylor Trammell hitting fifth, playing center field. He's now in Tacoma. Dylan Moore hitting six, playing second base. Jake Fraley hitting seventh in left field. Tom Murphy hitting eighth. And then J.P. Crawford hitting ninth. So the bottom two guys are at least the same. <laughs> Ty France is still hitting second. But uh, this lineup has gotten a lot beefier. And, of course, a pretty good portion of that is uh, Julio Rodriguez. right? At least the excitement for this lineup is Julio Rodriguez. What are you expecting from Julio in his major league debut today?
1: Uh, four for four with three home runs anything less is a disappointment. Um, no, it'll be interesting to see how he handles it. Julio's a guy who plays with a lot of, um, a lot of fire and passion and joy. Um,
0: -hmm.
1: so it'll be interesting to see, you know, it it's, there's nobody more prepared than Julio, uh, to come to the big leagues and succeed right away. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think he'll handle failure just fine, but again, it's, it's game one of his major league career. Um, There's a ton of expectation, not only on him, but on the team. Um, There's a lot of question marks surrounding him, particularly center field defense. Uh, And he's, he's facing a a pretty good pitcher um, in Joe Ryan. It's, it's not, it's not the hardest landing spot for Julio. It's not like he's facing Garrett Cole or anything like that. Uh, But Ryan's a pretty decent pitcher. So it'd be nice to see him uh, make some hard contact. Uh, if, he, if he can get uh, his first base hit out of the way, that would be awesome. It would, you know, maybe relax him a little bit. Um, but I, I I think Julio's, I'm going to say, I, I think Julio's going to swing out of his, you know what, on the first pitch he sees. Um, sure. That just seems like something he would do. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it'd be really nice if he could check in with a hit, just get that out of the way. Uh, but I'm just looking for good at-bats, um, hitting the ball with authority, uh, and, if you know, bonus points if, if he can do it to the opposite field. Uh, like he yep. did a lot in spring. So yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking for him to just kind of, you know, relax, take a deep breath, yeah. play the game, and uh and hopefully get, get that first big league hit out of the way.
0: Yeah. Well, what did Scott Service tell him in that video where he uh made the call up official? Speed you. Don't change the way that you play. Don't change yep. who you are. And uh, yeah, that's gotta stick with Julio here. You because know, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long season, and a lot of guys of his stature don't typically start the season on the big league club, you know, for the first time. This is kind of a uh, rare territory. All these guys that we're seeing getting the call up: Bobby Wood Jr., Spencer Torkelson, all these guys. It's uh, it's a lot of fun though. It's a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun to see what Julio does against Joe Ryan, who look very exciting pitcher. Uh, still a prospect, only has thrown. 26 and two-thirds innings in his career all last year after he was traded from the Rays to the Twins. He was in the Nelson Cruz deal, correct? Uh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So 10-1-3K per nine. 1-6-9 nice. Walks per nine. 405 ERA. 343 fifths. Three so but again, yeah, I know. I know. We're right there. But uh, yeah, all that again, though, and just a little under 27 innings in his career, so don't really know what you're getting out of Joe Ryan. It's going to be interesting to see, but I I do like him. I I think he's a pretty good pitcher. He's a pretty exciting young pitcher, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how he uh, performs in his first opening day start of his career. Just the, what is it? It's his sixth career start all time, so pretty young career here for uh, Joe Ryan. Pretty big thing to take on, so... Uh, early on in his career as well we'll see if uh, maybe the nerves set in there a little bit for Joe Ryan all right we're gonna be making some predictions for opening day and for the other two games that are gonna be happening before you hear from us next on Monday but real quick a reminder this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar this is the time of year that I pretty much given up on all of my new year's resolutions but not this year I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. And it almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They're low calorie, high protein. So replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. So go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. They are high protein, low cal, like I said, high fiber, low carb, Most Bilt Bars are 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And there are so many amazing flavors they have to offer, like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. And if they think a flavor might be good, they will make it. It will be delicious and it will be good for you, most importantly. So go to built.com and try one for yourself or try a whole bunch for yourself. I mean, you heard all the flavors that I mentioned there. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D 1-5 for 15% off your order. Again, that is L-O-C-K-E-D 1-5 for 15% off your order at built.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. And just a reminder to check out Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB Stars of Tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts just like us. So, Colby, let's make some predictions for opening day. We're probably not going to be doing this Every single game, making predictions, but we might do some, you know, picks to click, takes to rake, whatever you want to call it. But right now, let's just get a, let's go simple with it, real quick. Let's just get a final score from you.
1: Um, thirteen, nothing,
0: Minnesota. Um, I'm gonna say that would be really bad.
1: Yeah. God, yeah, yeah. I... It's only game one though, so.
0: Hey, reverse jinx, reverse jinx.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm going to say in typical Mariners fashion, they'll win. It'll be a one run game. Mm. Uh, The bullpen will will come in and scare us, but ultimately lock it down
0: and the Mariners are going to win five to four. Hey, future tie here, I was just editing and I realized because we had some technical difficulties that happened that I needed to edit out. I ended up forgetting to say my score prediction. So that's a big oopsie on my part. Well, my prediction is seven to four Mariners over the twins Julio Rodriguez is getting his first bomb. And I'm going Jared Kelnick hitting his fourth bomb in a row. He ended the spring really hot. I think that continues into this game, especially against a righty and Joe Ryan. So with that said, let's get back on to the show. I think, I think, uh, a Eugenio
1: Suarez goes deep. I think he takes a uh, Joe Ryan curveball uh, deep into left field. Uh, we'll see which way the wind's blowing, but, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think Suarez is going to go deep. I think Frazier going to have the first hit, um, I think Robbie Ray is going to go six innings, give up two runs, strike out nine, uh, um, and then I, I, I think I think Machavitz is going to give up a two-run bomb to Buxton because why wouldn't he? Um, but then Sewall is going to come in and, and uh, shut the door. So uh, yeah, I'll go five-four. I, I think Suarez homers. I I think Frazier gets the first hit. Um, and I think Julio will uh collect his first major league hit uh, in
0: mm-hmm. this game, but not a home run, no home run for, from Julio.
1: It probably comes off of sunny gray. All
0: right. All right. So day two, day three, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when, uh, when gray pitches, there's still a little confusion on, on that front, especially with the uh, Chris Paddock trade that was just made on, on how that, how, how the rest of the rotation is going to be, uh, put together there for Minnesota. Um, I believe before the trade happened, it was going to be Sonny Gray in Game 2 and then Bailey Ober in Game 3, but now it, it, we don't know. It's just TBD listed right now. So uh, maybe that's changed by the time you we were watching this, however. Let's uh, let's talk about Robbie Ray, though. How, how many innings are we thinking Ray's going to go? Five, six innings. Just mm-hmm. solid baseball. That's all you need from him, in theory. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll say probably three earned runs in those five innings. Pitch count goes a little high, and uh, Scott Service kind of plays it conservative. I I I think that's probably a a safe bet there. Let's uh, let's talk about these other two games, though, that I was talking about. So, again, it's going to be a little bit hard to predict these, because we don't know who the pitchers are exactly going to be for Minnesota, but it's safe to assume that Sonny Gray is at least going to be one of them. Whether or not Bailey Ober is the other, it could also be Dylan Bundy. Or it could be Chris Paddock. Who knows? Um, but uh, let's uh, let's just get a record here for these next two games, or just for the weekend as a whole. You've already you already have the Mariners starting at one and zero. They gonna go three and zero, or you think they're gonna disappoint a little bit and we're gonna have a sad time on Monday talking about a one and two team.
1: Um, I think they'll probably take the weekend and then lose Monday. I mean, just throwing that out there. I I think they're probably going to split the series if we even get to play on Monday. We'll see. Uh, Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I I think, I think I like the Mariners pitching um, the the pitching matchups, at least what I'm assuming they're going to be. And the bullpen is just better than Minnesota. So I I think they find a way to win two out of three. Uh, Thankfully, Taylor Rogers will not be around. Um, So, yeah, don't have to worry about that Rogers versus Winker matchup late in the game. That definitely yeah. would have happened. So Yep. Yep. Uh yeah. Don't I don't really get that trade for Minnesota. Like I get it, but like mm. but anyways. If um, they can fix Paddock, sure. Sure, but
0: mm, Yeah, but right now they? it's 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 a weird it's a weird deal. It's a weird deal. And now I think you can understand why the Mariners probably didn't do that. They were, of course, scouting uh paddock reportedly and the Padres had some scouts at a spring trading game of the Mariners recently so
1: yeah it's that's, that's probably if they even like seawall that's probably who they would be asking for mm. um, and we're not not terrible he's, he's an interesting player so yeah that was just kind of a weird trade for me but anyways regardless uh yeah i think they probably went two out of three i like the uh i like the pitching matchup particularly on opening day um and then gilbert versus i still think it's going to be gray and then yeah. my guess would be that it's going to be then uh at that point, it's then what Marco against uh Ober, yeah. that That's a fun one. There's some fun pitching matchups this weekend, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I like the Mariners' chances to take two or three, but
0: who knows? That's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous Minnesota offense with Carlos Correa, with Byron Buxton, with, with you know, adding Gio Urshela, who's super underrated. They've got Jorge Polanco, of course, they've got Very Max underrated. Kepler, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he can run into one here and there. And, no, no, no. Dangerous uh, dangerous yeah. hitter. Yeah. More so dangerous. More so going to be dangerous against a righty like Logan Gilbert, but, uh, instead of the lefties like Marco and, and Robbie Ray. But, uh, yeah, that's obviously a guy that you got to look out for. Gary Sanchez is, uh, has been uh, not great, uh, lately, but still has power. Still has power. And, uh, yeah. you never, you never know. Uh, but it's, uh, it's going to be a fun, uh, fun little test as we talked about on, on yesterday's episode. Uh for the Mariners here a lot of these series to start the year off are going to be a pretty big tests for them. Uh but for me, I'm gonna go two and one, I think, for uh for the weekend, including today's game. I think they'll lose either tomorrow's game or Sunday's game. Probably tomorrow's though, if I had to guess, since it is sunny gray, I could see them only getting a, a run off of gray, him going, you know, four, five, six innings. And uh, I could see it happening, but uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully I'm not cursing the Mariners. Hopefully, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You know, the the good thing is, at least they have some guys that can hit righties pretty well, and uh, that's what they're. That's all they're going to be seeing in this series from the Twins. And uh, Jesse Winker probably in line for a pretty big series considering how well he hits against uh, righties and it's about time for him to start hitting because he only got what two hits in all spring and one of them was a infield little dribbler so yeah it, it, it might be time for him to to break out a little bit here in a Mariners uniform. We're going to be talking about the uh, the other two games more in detail in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship odds, podcasts and reviews for all the different leagues this season and bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information including live betting esports and scores head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts and of course bet online again has the mariners at plus 3300 odds to win the world series i'd throw down a couple bucks on that at least you never know you never know who, who thought that the uh, Braves were going to win the world series with, uh, without Ronald Acuna jr. <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about the next two games on Saturday and Sunday because we're not going to be able to cover these games, at least as they're happening. Uh, but we'll be live tweeting on Twitter and stuff and a- interacting with you on Twitter. If you want, uh, if you want to chat with us during the games. Uh, but again, we assume that Sonny Gray is going to be starting game two for the twins. Bailey over, Chris Paddock, Dylan Bundy, Chris Archer—someone like that—is going to be starting Game Three for the Twins. What's a uh, What's a game here that you feel a little bit more concerned with, and what's a game that you feel, um, uh, I guess, more confident in the Mariners' ability to come out with a W?
1: Wouldn't say I'm concerned about any of them. Um, okay. obvious Obviously, uh, you know, Over's a pretty good pitcher. I'm assuming that's who it's going to be on Sunday. Um, yeah. he's, he's pretty good He had a good year last year He's a little underrated He's got that elevated fastball um, Kind of Chris Young-esque You guys yeah. remember Chris Young When he was in mm-hmm. Seattle? Um, it's kind of his go-to uh, thing So, um, But yeah, I'm not really all that uh, Concerned with anything in the series it's, it's, you know They're not facing the murderer's row of Starting pitching The Twins are a good team They're not a great team uh, The bullpen got weaker uh, today um, And I'm not sure their rotation got significantly better um so yeah and we're probably not even going to see paddock if they just stick him in in the in the five spot so um yeah it's i I think seattle's the better team on paper i think it's pretty close but i think the bullpen is the differentiator here so if i had to be you know which one do i think they're more likely to lose probably the sunny gray one Mm -hmm. but uh i I still like their odds there with uh, logan gilbert on the mound
0: yeah, it's gonna be really fun to see what Gilbert is able to do with fastball now the uh the new slider and, and all that stuff. It's it's gonna be really, really fun to see his first start. Hopefully he doesn't see Kansas City Royals jersey, so when he uh, steps out on the field because uh that seems to be his kryptonite for some odd reason. What about Marco, though? Marco uh is someone that honestly kind of just gets lost in the crowd here of this roster with this team in general we've talked about him a little bit over the last few shows but this is a guy that was at the top of your rotation for the last few years he's your clubhouse leader or one of at least your clubhouse leaders how are we feeling about marco now in the third spot in this rotation um gonna have some more favorable pitching matchups i would think and uh you know what, what do you think that does for his value?
1: Not much. I, I think Marco's going to be the same guy. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I, I don't think that I, I, I think what you probably saw in 2020 was the outlier. Uh, he was very, sure. very good. Um, so I wouldn't expect that, but 2021 is also kind of an outlier when you consider all the factors that were going against him. So I think what you expect from Marco was what you expected from him in 2019, what you got from him in 2019, uh, which is, you know, just kind of a, a solid, you know, mid-rotation starter. So um, I, I don't know if moving from one to three helps his value at all because, I I mean, maybe he can win a few more games, but pitcher wins, who cares? So, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. I I, I, I don't really – I'm not that concerned about Marco. Um mm-hmm. he had some rough outings in the spring. All the Mariners starters did. Um, so it's it just – it's whatever. Marco's a professional. You know what you're going to get with him. He's gonna throw a ton of strikes. Uh, he's got some new pitches, uh, including a new curveball. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that plays uh, against you know big league hitters. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a good test. There, there's some serious right-handed uh, thunder in the uh, in the Twins lineup with Correa and Buxton yeah. and Polanco. Um, so Urshela, Sanchez, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There, there's there's quite a few you know righty uh, mashers in that lineup. Uh, so we'll see what Marco can do with them. But ultimately, I think Marco's gonna be just fine.
0: I'd be remiss if we. Uh with this whole show, not talking about your boy, Luis Arise. Yeah. One is of the gonna, most
1: underrated hitters in baseball.
0: Is he going to haunt you this weekend?
1: Probably not. It's mostly going to be singles, so.
0: Yeah, sure true. Yeah. yeah. He gets on base a lot, though. He's, 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 probably he's gonna... a very
1: good hitter. He's a very good mm-hmm. hitter. Yeah. He is Adam Frazier minus the defense.
0: And maybe uh, maybe fans will be doing a little bit of scouting. This week, yeah. You know, you never know if the twins are actually gonna be in a position yeah. to compete this year or not. Maybe Carlos Correa who has an opt-out after this year. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's happening, but I'm also not saying it's not an option either. No, hmm. the, the the twins have, you know,
1: quite a few injury like maybe Sonny Gray. I yeah. The the yeah. wheels would probably have to come off like completely, like Minnesota's like it did last year, right? People thought yeah. Minnesota was gonna be pretty good last year. They just weren't. Yeah. yeah. And so if they do that they do have some guys now gray obviously has you know one more year of club control so maybe they just keep him for that go around but there's plenty of guys on this roster that you know could conceivably end up in mariners uniforms yeah. um but if we were on the minnesota Twins, if we were on locked on twins we might be saying the opposite like hey the mariners could easily implode maybe there's a few guys on this roster that the twins <laughs> yeah, use. right so right. Who, who really knows how that's going to go but uh yeah it's there's plenty of um there's plenty of reasons for optimism for both of these teams. I actually think they're in a very similar spot. Uh, like the Twins are kind of the Mariners of the Central, where, yeah, mm-hmm. most people think they're going to be pretty good, but they're had an offseason that
0: Mariners fans wanted. <laughs> they,
1: they did, but are they now better than the Mariners mm. with all those additions? I don't think so. So we'll see. Uh, the Twins probably have fewer question marks offensively. Um, they're relying on fewer young guys. Um, but that pitching staff that that could really work, that could really help them, or it could be their downfall. Like there there's yeah. a lot of risk in the current pitching staff. So I like the Twins. I'm I'm glad we only have to play them seven times a year, uh, or six times a year depending on the year. Um, I just wish we were going to Minnesota in June instead of you know April. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Monday's game is in jeopardy. There is rain in the forecast yeah. for that one, and uh, I believe some snow flurries as well. Thankfully. Friday, today, Sunday, or Saturday, and Sunday all look to be sunny with a little bit of cloud coverage. So,
1: not going to lie, I, I would not hate if Monday's game got canceled. Like, obviously, I would hate it because I want to watch the Mariners, but like,
0: it would be a nice off get... day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That they lost, um, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. I mean, it's not like they're traveling that far. So, they'll probably stick that one out pretty, pretty long. I mean, they're only mm-hmm. going to Chicago afterwards. Right. So, the, they probably won't just outright delay it they'll probably postpone it for a couple hours and blah 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 so we'll see what happens with that one um you know but uh yeah it sounds like we're gonna get at least three of these games in, which is not bad considering you know the location
0: and hopefully you can play the last one in june or july or august or somewhere yeah yeah, or they, yeah or they they go to Seattle that would be uh that would be much preferred punish them for not building a roof <laughs> bring them to the stadium that actually has a roof you know this game actually would have been played on Thursday had it been scheduled in Seattle you know rain snow what have you they're going to play no matter what because they have a roof and uh built it in 2001 whereas target field built in or not 2001 sorry 1999 and um target field was Oh, 10 years later <laughs> didn't have a roof go figure <laughs> Couldn't figure that one out yeah but their football stadium uh, Bob, does hey, for I'm a sport sure, that sure for a sport has. that you know it plays through you know uh rain snow i don't know volcano eruptions uh earthquakes i uh, you know name it
1: i mean maybe may, are there volcanoes in minnesota
0: <laughs> i know minnesota's got a lot of lakes so i i they just, have I, a lot I, of mountains I, I just know that the NFL will do pretty much everything it can to play games no matter what under any it's circumstance. True. Yeah, it's and, true. Yeah, um, and by the way, really taking the risk into uh, into account. Yeah.
1: Um. By the way, uh, looking ahead to the the Chicago series, real fast, or more yeah. specifically, the Chicago weather. It's sure. going to be in the 60s, which is nice. Really good for Chicago this time of year. It's also going to be raining and there's thunder and lightning storms predicted on two on uh, Wednesday. So,
0: (laughs) so Matt, Matt Brash's first start might have to be Thursday.
1: (laughs) There's, there's a chance that of their first seven games, the Mariners only play four or five. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's fun. Midwest
1: games in April. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. The uh the baseball gods have truly blessed the uh the Seattle Mariners to start the uh the season. Hopefully that's not an omen for how, how this season goes. Uh wherever they go it rains and uh hopefully wherever they go it does rain. Rains bombs. That was poorly Ooh. executed. Thank you. Uh, that's going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners for Colby Pat, Node. I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. I just thought about it again. Follow me at Dane Gonzalez, Z-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at Pat 11 That's cpat one. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day just like you do here every day hope to see you again on monday hope to see you again all season long as uh this mariners team looks to do something pretty special now make your second listen of the day locked on mlb where paul francis sullivan and please call him sully brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues present and pass it's free wherever you get your podcasts, just like us. Have yourself a beautiful opening day. Enjoy the game. Go ems, and we will see you on Monday. Peace.